Welcome everyone to another edition of the Equally Responsible Opinion Show. Can we just call it two niggas on the couch at this point? No, right? we cannot. We cannot. We cannot. We gotta. We gotta stick with this name and go for it. You know, oh it's almost like the name Victor. He's kind of just gotta go with it. It's not it's a, a winning fucking name. That doesn't sound like winning to me. That's literally the definition of it. Is it really? They someone just misspelled victory, and they're like, "Oh no, it's Victor." I've been meaning to go with that the whole time. You are the victor when you win. Mm. Wait, mm. Mm. No. Look, get, look it up right now. I would, but it's actually funny because I'm ironically I'm wearing Michigan pants, uh, and they're hail to the Victor University of Michigan. I know, I know, I know. And USC. Yeah, I know. Two schools that uh, I definitely like to root for and did not attend. Yes, I love how everyone points that out. (laughs) (laughs) But no, um, I'm glad we were able to kind of come in laughing and joking because it's been since we last spoke with you guys. America's back open, bro. America is sadly back open, and it is really sad. Um, last Tuesday, we saw uh, gunmen in Atlanta kill eight people, six of them women of Asian des- descent in three spas in Atlanta. And then on Monday, 10 people were killed, including a police officer um, in Boulder, Colorado. And you know, over, the, over this podcast, we've kind of joked about when America reopens, you know, how crowded our airline is going to be, how crowded our movie theater is going to be, ballparks, you know. The CDC comes out and says, hey, you don't have to stand six feet apart anymore. You can do three. And we all joke, oh, no, keep the six feet, keep the six feet. But I think this is just a sad reminder of this is what it looks like when America does open. It's tragedy strikes. We don't know when or where. Uh, we, sadly, we don't know who the who is going to be the shooter and who are going to be the victims. And at I think, any moment. At any moment, I think. You, literally, any place you're at. Yeah. It's, it's not safe. It's utterly disgusting. And. Uh, going back to Colorado, I believe I was watching Avengers. I was watching some big blockbuster movie where it was the weekend premiere. Uh, and when you looked around the theater, you're like, oh, my God, it's packed. Like, this is so great. Like, people are, are coming to watch the same thing. And then in the back of their mind, you look around and go, if someone were to walk in here and start shooting, we'd all, be, we'd all be trapped. And to think, like, on the that's one our reality. hand. That's our reality. In the one hand in Atlanta, you have workers. Um, who get killed at three different spas? Oh, spa. At spas, and then you had people get shot at a grocery store, at a, at, like, at a grocery Man. store. And I, I think if we go back to last March, and everyone keeps bringing up, it's been a year since we've been in the pandemic. It's been a year since we've been in the pandemic. Remember when grocery stores we thought were closed for a whole different reason because we couldn't, we couldn't get product. There. We couldn't go in there. We couldn't go in there. We were we were uh, shelves were bare. shelves were bare. People were hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> We were doing all that type of stuff. And, and then now to come out and say, wow, when things are slowly starting to reopen, I can't even go there because uh, someone might, quote, unquote, have a bad day. Uh, and, and, and the sad thing, too, and we'll get to this later, Victor, before I get to your thoughts. The moment I heard suspect is in custody. Oh, he white. Oh, you first, first thing I thought of. You knew already. First thing I thought of. So just, uh, Victor, let me get your reaction of everything that's happened over the past, you know, six not even seven days. I'm in a full week. It's all honestly. It's sad. It's just like it's not even sad. It's sad. This is our reality. Just like, oh okay, move on to the next thing. Right. Because we literally just dealt with a shooting a few days ago. Yeah. Like I've been busy with that for days, and now the next day, like at first I thought, like oh gunmen at the store. I was like, okay, what's this? What's this all about? And then it's just like, wait, what? Like, and well, they caught him alive. Like, oh, of course they did. Like. And honestly, the first thing I thought about was, obviously, your heart goes out there, you probably lost someone, people are going to be affected. Like, imagine just being in a store looking at, okay, which apple should I buy? And next thing you know, you're fucking running for your life. And it, it makes, it's crazy because even though I don't know about you, but I know personally with me, whenever I go into places, I look around, just at everybody's face, exits and stuff like that, like, okay, which way do I get out of here? And that's not something we should be doing. Like, we shouldn't be going to a grocery market looking for an exit. We should be looking for either the bathroom or your aisle you're looking for. Not like, okay, hold on. Who's, who's, who's like, it's almost at the point now. I haven't went to this, I haven't been to a store yet since, but I definitely know it's going to be a different experience already. Yeah. And I think the thing that scares me is I remember I was at work one day and I was using the facilities and I looked down. I was like, oh, they put locks on the door. Like, okay. that's kind of something. And then it took me like, uh, it took me probably 10 to 15 seconds to be like, they put locks on the door just in case someone has to come in here and hide. Mm-hmm. 
I, like th- that's so crazy. And I, I, it's like a, it's almost like how the law's gonna say, "Hey, you got to have these doors locked, lockable on the inside." Yeah, just in case. Yeah, and, and almost to this point. I'm oh, sorry. Do you make doors? Every door has to be reinforced for bullets. Yeah. Instead of just fucking fixing the, re- the root cause, like let's just border up everything. Let's make everything bulletproof, and then we'll be fine. Yeah. Hey, have a bad day. Have a bad day. Yeah. Like, I, it's crazy to me too because I saw um, this thing on Twitter that said President Biden. He is the third president, third straight administration to hear the words, uh, the, the president has been briefed on the mass shooting in Colorado. So Obama, Trump, and Biden have all oh. had something where there's been a mass shooting in the state of Colorado. Um, of course, the Dark Knight uh, one in Aurora, that, that movie theater one will always stick with me just because uh, how much of a fan of uh, going to movies I am and just I can't get that image. But... I think there's such an underlying issue here, Victor, that we just have to get to. You and I have been saying it for months and months and months. And I know other minority groups have been saying it for months and months and months. And it just feels so good to have this platform to just say it expressively. Stop saying all lives matter. Like you like people really need to stop with that with that BS. I, I'm, I'm so sorry that offends uh, or hurt you. But when you look at it, we knew once that former president said it's the Kong flu, it's the Chinese virus. Once he did that, and we saw attacks on Asian Americans go up in this country mm-hmm. during the summer, where you're seeing men and women who are doctors, lawyers, just friends, family, members of your A community. A lot of nurses were harassed. Getting beat up and harassed by people who really think that this virus was somehow caused by these people who are Americans and had nothing to do with Wuhan because the leader of the free world was doing it every day. To, to rally his base up. To rally his base up, to try to get reelected, which we know he didn't in this fair election. And for people to really come out and say that they believe in all lives matter, it should not have to take people losing their lives due to gun violence. And then on the same end, turn around and do nothing to end gun violence. It's just it's, it's just a storm of uh, incompetence, mm-hmm. uh, disrespect, and just un-American, just un-American values. You cannot take all lives matter, or all men are created equal, and still be living the way you are if you can't look at these tragedies and have a police officer speak and say he was at the end of his rope, he had a bad day. Like, it's, it's all, that's what I'm telling you, like, this stuff isn't, it's not even shocking. It's it's almost like you could be watching, say we're channel surfing, and it's just like, channel seven, oh, shooting. Okay, next channel. It's like, that's what it is now to us. Like, it's nothing. It's literally, we just open back up, and America's back. Like, that's literally what America is, mass shootings. Yeah. Like, people buy guns, and they're unhinged, but then when they're always, it's always the same story with these people. Like, oh, he just shot 10 people. Oh, but he's walking out. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. But then let me show you an example. Like, okay, so in Boulder, Colorado, and again with Aurora, but not about the shooting, about Elijah McClain, who was killed in August of 2019, I believe. He was a black kid walking home, and the cops killed him. Well, he, the cops didn't kill him, but the cops helped the reason why he died. But it's like, he hurt nobody. He was just walking in the cold, a different introvert kid, and he died that night. But right. this dude... Broad daylight walks into a grocery market full of people, opens fire, kills ten of them, kills a cop, yeah. and they walk him out. Like, come on, son! Like, yeah. all lives do not matter to you guys, and not to they you guys don't. listening, but they you know. don't. All lives matter don't matter to them. It shouldn't take a mass shooting or hate against our Asian American Pacific Islanders brothers and sisters for you to catch on to that. It shouldn't have to take a border crisis with kids in cages to get you That's to... That's a different issue. It's a different issue, but all those lives should matter, right? Like, they should still have due process, well, I mean, correct? Like, we'll discuss that later on, but yeah. Well, no, you can't turn a blind eye. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you felt a certain type of way about it, mm-hmm. yeah, you can have your stance on immigration all you want. Mm-hmm. But when you hear that there's a federal government agency who's either turned a blind eye or doing things that are unethical yeah, yeah. to these people who are human... And this country definitely has some has done some things to some have people. They? Yeah, have done some things that have been unethical. For the Asians, like it's so wild. Like this whole this whole week has just been because we were if, if, up until the shootings. Obviously, it was just like okay, America's back. People were partying in Miami. People were breaking COVID rules like they've been doing all year. But then you see, like the second the shooting happened, I was just like, because I literally before the shooting, I was at an Asian-American event 
about how they're getting attacked. Right. And it wasn't even about the shooting. It was just like, hey, guys, let's just come together. It's for solidarity. And literally, I go out, I post my pictures, and the next day, there's a mass shooting. And I was just like, I was talking about, I was like, what are the odds of that? It's like, I've never really posted a pro- at a protest about one topic, and the next day, that same topic gets worse. Yeah. And literally, it went from, okay, solidarity to like, yo, they're fucking hurting right now. Yeah. And it's sad, because it's just like, people, like... Asian, even though, okay, being black in America, we obviously are, when we walk down the street, we're already, like, a threat, but the Asians are really feeling scared right now. Yeah. Like, they're, this is new, this is somewhat new to them in a sense, but it's just, like, I have a lot of my homegirls telling their parents, like, hey, stay in the house. Yeah. Don't go outside. I mean, if, if we're looking at Asian Americans and the history that they've had in this country, it's they've always been, quote, unquote, the silent minority, mm-hmm. where it's unlike blacks and Latinos who are going to go out and form things like the NAACP or like the ACLU, they're not going to do that. They're going to take their experiences, mm-hmm. hold like bite their tongue, keep their head down, keep on moving forward, and they're going to integrate into society as they believe uh, they they should have, which mm-hmm. will result in them being in you know better neighborhoods and better mm-hmm. school districts and all that stuff. We as black people have definitely been like mm-hmm. the opposite of that, mm-hmm. which we're still fighting for. And I'm not saying one's right. I'm not saying one's wrong. I'm saying this is definitely the time where we come together. I think the hypocrisy of another political party is to say all lives matter Mm -hmm. or even worse, as you said, like one police officer was killed and yet you have Ted Cruz and these other people who are blue lives matter Mm -hmm. who don't want to do anything about mass gun shooting. They're such hypocrites. We do that. We, okay, let's say a lot of ourselves. We all do that. Right. Everybody who's against this blue life matter. Like, listen, I'm all, it's different. We're not against the cops. That's the thing. Well, some people are, I'm not really against the cops. I'm against bad policing, and that's the issue. Right. And that's what they keep trying to act like. Like, we never say, like, some people, yeah, they're saying abolish, but not everyone's saying that. Exactly. But also, you always have, like, that 1% of radical motherfuckers on every side. So that's not quite, like, you have the radical right, radical left. Let's just cut them out. Right. Like, let's cut out the radical sides, and then let's meet in the middle. You know so what I mean? I think it's a, a big difference, too, when we're, like, you may bring up a good point where no one's talking about abolish or get rid of, but reform, that's the big buzzword you mm-hmm. heard all the time was police reform. Same thing with gun reform, where it's like, I'm sorry, but if you live in backwoods, Alabama, and you got 50 guns, the government's not knocking on your door to get rid of your guns. Okay. That's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. What I'm saying is when you have the shooter in Atlanta mm-hmm. who we found out registered for a gun, bought a gun, and then same day killed eight people, but in that same state, you can't register to vote and vote on the same day. Like That's what we're trying see, to change. No, honestly, what you said right now, that should be the storyline because they're that, they're, that's how scared it is. They'd rather have somebody pick up a gun, buy, buy fucking, buy a breakfast, and buy dinner and kill 10 people rather than let some let a single person register on paper with a pen on our computer and be able to vote by dinner time. Exactly. That's what scares them. And it scares them. Votes. Well, it's, I, it's so funny to me because I just love how they're like, yeah, Second Amendment rights. And it's like, but you guys are kind of skipping on. over Let's so know. many can other we, amendments. Can we break down why that's there? Listen, in what fucking year we... It's where, like 17, where, back in 1776. So at that time, a fucking musket can shoot one every like four or five minutes. Yeah. You at most, you killed three niggas, you lucky. All right? right. Now, these bullets... 50 cows can go for a mile. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it's, we, it's we scary. Have, they, I, I, I truly believe the founding fathers had no idea guns would ever get to this level. And it was simply because they didn't want people to not be armed when the British come to attack our, at the time, the savages they call the, the colonies. Americans. Yeah, and that's true. And I, I think another thing, too, is the saddest thing to me is AR-15s. Like, how long is it going to take? Like, how many mass shootings is it going to take before people realize, like, yo, the AR-15 needs to be military hands only? And so, I know there are some people who believe, like, well, I don't want the government to have something that I personally can't that's have. That's such an American mentality. But it's kind of like, bro, no one's knocking on your door asking for your guns. So back. I think this that's ain't the issue they only talk about as much is that, okay, you can ban the gun, but you have all these guns already out. And that's the issue. And obviously, people are going to like buy them back. Right. But to bring up your point about how somebody in Alabama has 50 guns, my homie said the best one time. He's like, bro, if you have 50 guns, you only got two hands. 
Yes, exactly. Like, the government got drones. Like, if they wanted to get rid of you, they could get rid of you. Exactly. Like, and that's what people, I think people don't understand, like, like these little militias, like, nah, we're off the grid. It's like, you think you off the grid? Bro, <laughs> yeah. these fools have satellites across the country. They have drones that we know of. Yeah. And they they have some they, they probably get nano flies flying around and stuff. I mean, bro. they like it's kind of be it's hard to be off the grid when you're probably like vlogging what you're doing at the same time. Like, no, see, like when you're at the Capitol like, riots, like we saw most of you because you were filming yourselves doing exactly. the shit. And it's just like <laughs> I, I think like I, I I'm all for having guns, but like why would you need this many? Yeah. Like what are you shooting at? Like, yeah. You're practicing for what? For what war, bro? The South is not gonna rise again. The South is gonna <laughs> kill themselves because y'all think it's stupid. But well, like, see, I didn't. I picked Alabama because that was just the most random state. No, it could be like Fontana, no, California. Let's, let's, let's get something straight. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's let's just be 100 percent honest with this. When the gun issue, everybody believes in guns. Most people believe in guns in the country. Like whatever, have a handgun, shotgun, sniper rifles, hunting. Obviously, in the South, they do hunt more than they do do in California, for example. Because right. It's just what it is. Like they have, they have the land for it. They they hunt in California, but we're more regulated. They also in the South. We can talk about how they're overpopulated by certain animals, so they kind of have to hunt them. I mean, that's okay. That's so. I mean, in a sense, like the, the guns are like that's yeah, part of the culture. I, I totally agree with that. But in terms of logical gun sense, like no when people are like, it, it's it, gun issues, gun safety. We can go down this rabbit hole. For, for days, hours, for weeks, years. for years to talk about it. All I know is it's a tragedy mm-hmm. of the 10 people that lost their life in Boulder uh, for the eight people that lost their lives in Atlanta. That's 18 people combined that will, you know, not get to spend time and just with loved ones and their loved ones are going to have to be affected by that for the rest of their life. So just giving a, you know, but I also thoughts and prayers out I to them. I think it's a bunch of shit when um, cops get killed and these type of actions. Cause like, I'm not saying it should happen, but it's like, Second, the cop, like, the cop name was the first one to be released, and they're like, "Oh, I'm like that was on purpose," because they wanted, they were like, they wanted to do their. Little, I guarantee you, you can have Senator Cruz and all them talk about this cop, about how he's a hero oh. and all this stuff. But it's like, okay, he's a hero, but you guys are not being proactive to stop this from happening. No. If you guys really care about blue lives and you want to keep them, you want to keep them safe. Keeping them, if there was 20 more cops that day, he could have still walked in there because like, cops do not prevent crime. Okay. They deter it from happening twice. Mm. That's the only thing. Like, I told you, right now, me and you, not on the air, obviously, we go, yo, let's go rob this store. A cop didn't hear me. They ain't gonna stop me. Right. But if we do it twice in one night, then we might get caught. Right. And that's what people don't understand. Like, the cops don't stop shit. The cops only stop from doing more. And it's just, like, it's just ridiculous how the SWAT team had to roll up. And people... Even though people die, people who were there are going to be dramatized forever. Exactly. And also, also, when I first saw the supermarket, I, I, I honestly assumed, I was like, please don't be an Asian supermarket. I thought it was an Asian supermarket. Like, mm-hmm. I really just assumed, like, okay, like, shit is really popping off for these fools right now, and that fucking sucks. Because that means, like, because I hang out with a lot of Asians, I go out to Asian restaurants, and now is in our mind, is like, we got to think, like, ooh, should we get Thai food tonight? Right. Like, and it's like, yeah, we should be able to, but... These motherfuckers are everywhere. Like, obviously, when was the last time I had a shooting in, in L.A.? I mean, in terms of... Like a mass. Ah, that's a good question. We have gang warfare and police killing us. That's one thing, but... I, I can't remember the last time we but, actually had one but that was... Even though we're still... You know, we're still locked down. Like, it's still... I haven't had a penny anywhere recently. Like, no, I haven't really been... Okay, I will say, at the Asian events I go to, there was police there in one of them. And obviously, usually I'm just protesting, and cops are there. It's like, yo, why the fuck is assholes here? This was the one time I was kind of like, I, I know why they're here because they don't want something to happen. And even though I walk around freely, I've gone in danger zones in the sense, but like, but that one, that was like the first time I was kind of like, something might happen here because even though Alhambra is kind of far for a lot of people to be driving out to, but it's just like, now it's now when I go to protest for or even outside, I gotta be aware of the cops. Because I might break up, break up street law. Protesters acting wild, and now I always deal with counter protesters sometimes. But now, when it comes to these Asians and stuff, people are really fucking crazy and radicalized. Now that we, like, we always say a thing, head on a swivel, the entire time. And now right. it's like it's just adding to it, and it's kind of ridiculous. Hopefully, stuff changes soon because I can't keep doing this. I mean, it's that's that's the biggest thing is I hope that we can kind of take a look at ourselves and really ask what's the whole point of this and. 
people who are still calling it are okay with it ever being called the Kong flu or China China virus. It, so it, it really needs to stop, and let's hope that we can beat this virus and, and move on and really uh, move forward in one mm-hmm. direction as a, as a country. Uh, but as, as we have been saying, the country is reopening, and no more so apparent did we see that than in Miami, Florida. Remember I told you back well, three episodes ago, I was like, Texas got the lead, and I was like, yo, <laughs> but here Florida, come Florida. Said, Florida said bet. Here come Florida. Oh, Florida came back with a vengeance, okay? So uh, for those of you who didn't see it, a couple weeks ago, Galveston, Texas, uh, South Padre Island, Texas, huge spring break spots, mm-hmm. 100% capacity for bars inside, uh, didn't have to wear a mask, and we saw thousands of kids on spring break. <laughs> That was nothing, nothing compared to what we saw this Florida past week in Miami, Florida. Florida, bro. Like <laughs> South Beach was open. Uh, you had the mayor come out and have to do an emergency curfew to like, try to do uh, several nights. Like, yeah, not even just, it was wild out there. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like seeing that, I was just like, holy fuck! Like <laughs> imagine if, if I would have been out there right now, like on vacation. I would have told my girl, like, yo, go back to the room, lock the door. Like, where are you going? I got the pictures of this shit. Right, like, right. Like, you know if I was out there, you were like, you would probably be like, yo, Vic about to get some pictures of this for sure. <laughs> like, what was the best video clip? Was it the one with the dude running from this from his tab in the street? And then, it, like, it's a 40-second clip you guys haven't seen it yet. All you see first is some dude being tackled by these servers because I guess he skipped his tab. They chased after him, which is one thing. Meanwhile, the street is full of people yeah. looking at this. And then the video keeps going. This fool is trying to run still. And then you look over to the left. Girls start twerking in the middle of the street. I, I saw some of the craziest stuff on just YouTube, Instagram. Uh, people in Miami just part. I mean, partying. We're and talking like. This is literally the governor's fault. Yes, DeSantos. He straight said, yo, we 100% come through. Exactly. And, the, and everything that's ironic is all these major city mayors are Democrat. And they're just like, yo, like. Don't no like right. Don't bring that here. They were saying how so people were talking. So I guess the way they did the crowds like if you're on if you're staying on the street, you can stay. Like you you can like walk around a little more freely. Yeah. But obviously if you're not staying there, you can't be here. They said these people were getting pepper ball shot at them, which I have felt that it is not fun. Okay? <laughs> that shit's in the air. That shit will sting, bro. Especially the direct content. That, that shit sucks. So these people were pushing them street to street. They asked one of the kids. Like, yo, what, what are you going to do here? This nigga said, we ain't leaving. I'm just like, what? Like, it's one thing. Okay, it's one thing if it's Saturday, my flight's on Monday. I'm like, all right, I ain't leaving on Monday. But he was just like, they can't tell us to go. I'm like, no, they can <laughs> literally tell you to go. Like, you, really, you don't live here? That's literally what they could do at Will Duty. They, they were saying that they arrested so many people just for, like, it's one thing to get tickets, but like you can get a ticket over some curfew shit because you didn't want to go inside. Yeah, yeah. Because you've been inside the house for eight months. Like, bro, what's two more days? Like, no, it, it's crazy to me because for you and I, we were able to go to San Diego for Fourth of July, mm-hmm. and pandemic started March of twenty twenty. Were we at twenty five percent capacity? No, that was just 100. outdoor. Just remember, it was like oh, out, only, only, remember only, it was outdoor. Like only outdoor. I think they let don't us, come to the beaches, please. Yeah, all that stuff. And I think the one thing that I'll never forget about that was how many teenagers we saw. Yeah. Was how many? Remember that full fat house we, we walked by? We walked past this house and, and was, PB, and it was packed. I've never seen some people. It was it was packed in terms of before COVID. Okay. Yes, exactly. And that shit was we out. We were we were like. I don't want to walk in there. Like, yeah. ah, I'm gonna try to die tonight. Well, the thing I remember most is you had 16, 17, 18 year olds, and then it hit you. If I were a 16, 17, 18 year old teenager in high school, or someone who had just graduated high school, and I was spending my first year of college at home, and I couldn't see my friends, mm-hmm. I had no football games, no basketball games, no prom, no graduation, I would go wild too, and for the July. Yeah. So I'll never forget how many of those teens were running the streets that 4th of July weekend in San Diego. Fast forward to a year later in Miami, where you're right, Governor Ron DeSantos, who has no issue following no federal mandates, <laughs> no CDC. Even his own health his own no, state. No, like... in his own state saying this is too many people. To watch what was going down in Miami was absolutely insane. And I don't think it's going to change. It's because they're thinking about re-election. 
No, I mean, not only that, I think that's what they're thinking, but as a person who's like, maybe I should stay away, socially distance from these people. You can't. When you say we're going to open South Padre, uh, South Beach, wherever kids want to go and the weather's nice and it's 100% occupancy and it's no mask mandate like, like they're it's maw to a flame they're gonna go there but you were, have to think you learn like have we have you guys not i understand you don't get that time back you get money back you don't get time back but you don't think like mm, this might not be the best situation for me to go in into miami when it's packed with people and girls are twerking on cars and people are running through the streets bro i don't know i just they were they were showing how the that hotel the clevelander it closed. They're like, nah, we're closing diner now. Like they, they had certain hotels had more balls than the governor. They're like, nah, we're not doing this right now. Close it down. No, also, I think they were more scared of because there was first off, it wasn't just people everywhere. They were in the street, and <laughs> right. to take over a street and the cops don't come in and like go oh, get out the way, it requires. I can tell you right now, at least a hundred people. Right. Of just constant moving. Yeah. And there had to be. Hundreds in the street, like it was a fucking party. Yeah, which honestly, like a lie. Before COVID, I'd be late as hell. It looked, it looked like it was like, everything was going like you right. Go in, and at the same person, you're like, yo, that's a lot of fun. But you go, yeah, but it's a pandemic, so I'm not gonna do that. Like, right, exactly. You know what I'm like, nah, it was it was crazy. But for all those college kids who did stay home during spring break or were in Indianapolis for the NCAA tournament, uh, crazy, crazy weekend for March Madness to get started. Uh, Games were different because typically you have tip-off Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then games start Thursday through Sunday. But it was weird because games were Wednesday, Thursday, and then they went to Monday. It was very, very strange. But the Pac-12 West Coast Best Coast showed out for their five teams made the Sweet 16, plus Gonzaga, also in the Pacific time zone. They made it. The Big Ten, which had ran college basketball all year, only got in one team. That would be the aforementioned Michigan Wolverine. Hail to the victors. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had Oral Roberts at a 15 seed make the Sweet 16. First time that's ever happened since 2013 in the Florida Gulf Coast. So a lot of big things happened. Victor, did you watch? Nope. Did you watch it? You fill out a bracket. Well, I couldn't because I've been out protesting. I've been out at different events, so I literally I've been watching TV since the last show. So you you couldn't just fill out a bracket. Too too difficult. No. Huh. Okay. I told you to send me one. You didn't send it. <laughs> well, it's crazy. Sorry, I've been busy taking pictures of other people's birthdays and stuff like that. You know that, right? Hey, man! Shout out my mom's. Uh, they're birthday. coming soon. They're coming soon. They're, they're not. We're done. still waiting. Uh, <laughs> but no, March Madness to me was 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 great because the games started off kind of slow. Not a lot of high scoring games, but there was a question of do you like all these upsets? And I love it because it puts everyone on an even playing field. When technically the NCAA didn't have a bubble. It was a quote-unquote controlled environment. Uh, when you had that happen, though, with college kids, it made every, every you know, big team, small team, mid-major, it made them all step up their competition, and even the playing field. And I loved that so much. I just thought it was great to watch. So I think for me, the best story of the tournament would have to be the Pac-12. Uh, the Big Ten was great during the course of the season. But to see USC, mm-hmm. UCLA, Colorado lost. But Oregon, the Oregon missed a game. Because VCU couldn't play because they tested positive for COVID. And then Georgia Tech, they had their star player tested positive for COVID. They lost to Loyola Chicago, who's now in the Sweet 16. March Madness this year is is crazy. And I'm just thinking with no more Blue Bloods, no Duke, no Kentucky, no North Carolina, uh, Syracuse, UCLA, you're in there, but I don't consider you guys Blue Bloods anymore. Um, (laughs) It's just it's crazy to me to watch because I love March Madness so much and it felt different. Yeah, but it felt kind of good to see those upsets happening. No, nah, I always like watching because you always see the disparity in the in the genders because obviously we all know the top the the worst the fun the worst not even funny but it's kind of funny about the weight room situation. Like that's the only thing I, I was able to catch. Like I saw the highlights and stuff like that, but when there was never that's always trending on um, Twitter about the NCAA women. I was like, oh, what happened? Like, I was like, I'm curious what this is. And that's like, oh, their weight room. I, I started laughing. I'm not going to lie. Well, I think the biggest objection would be they're going through the same thing that men are going through. Mm-hmm. And I think not only is it disrespectful for how you treat them mm-hmm. and the equipment you gave them, the food you gave them, which we also saw in the summer with the WNBA bubble, the wobble, 
You're breaking a law. The what? Like you're literally breaking Title IX, which I believe the first sentence. That's what was someone like, said, right? Yeah, you cannot like that? discriminate based on like must be equal. It's like the well, first part of Title IX. So must be equal, but who paying this? Because the NCAA. The, the, I, I mean, who else is like the no, players? They paying you, it. Do you see the swag bags? You I've heard. Like, I heard the swag bags were not great. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm, I was just looking at this, and I'm just like. Dude, the women get so disrespected. And women's tournament is great. Yeah. I love watching it. Obviously, I haven't watched basketball this whole entire year because I've just been busy. But the swag bag, they, they, they showed the men's. The whole bed was just covered in stuff. The women's was just like a towel that said nothing on it. It just like, it was yeah. all plain stuff. And it's like, and then the worst part you think about is like, okay, not saying everybody in this pipeline is in trouble for this, but someone high up. Had to okay this, or someone like up high said, "Okay, here's your budget for them." Go well, with it. Well, my thing is like, someone must be dumb to think that like we don't have Instagram, TikTok, or any of this social media stuff because you didn't think the women basketball you know players were gonna find out about. And this. also, like these girls are they, and also they have friends that play in the pros that are big names on stuff, and ESPN is gonna follow this. Everybody's gonna follow this, and it's just right. like and I'm saying, like someone up high said, "All right, men's budget million dollars, women we got left over. All right, give it to them." But then you also have people, so there's two separate ways you can go with this as well, because you also have people, uh, Isaiah uh, Livers, who plays for Michigan, He he's wearing a shirt, he's out, he's wearing a shirt on the sideline that says, hashtag not NCAA property. So Mark Emmert is trying to like deal with that fire, the Mark Emmert, commissioner of NCAA, he's trying to deal with that at the same time he's dealing with this women issue. But then you also have just dum-dums like Nick Young, who come out and say, okay, we all know what it is. We know who brings the money in. Y'all just the JV team. Don't worry about it. He said that on Twitter, didn't he? He said that on an Instagram post. But then I love now, how... I was going to say, now delete Instagram Well, post. no, I love how someone pointed out your icon is a picture of you and Kobe Bryant. Like, Mr. Girl Dad, Mr. WNBA, Mr. Mm-hmm. Like, girls should be treated equally. And you got the nerve to sit here and say, well, y'all women, you should know your play. Like... That is That's so dumb and like so stupid. The, I think that, that the, the argument he, he was saying, that could only be brought up when they talk about the pay thing. It's like you get paid off percentages, but it's just like... None of these kids are getting paid. Yeah. They're college. If they are getting paid, it's not from the NCAA. Well, we know that. Like, we, it's we, not we, for we, them. We so the NCAA, money. which makes hand over fist yes. full of money... Like, I Come really, on, man. What, what was their explanation for it? They gave, like, a bullshit reason why they did No, that. they, oh, there's got to be, like, looked at, discrepancies, and this. And it's like, dude, come on, man. Because like, also, be it's like, you know what the worst part is? Even the workers that put that stuff there is probably like, are you sure it all goes here? But it was disrespectful no, what they disrespectful did. disrespectful was... No, disrespectful. No, not disrespectful. I'm telling you, like, there's, there's so many multiple levels of failure to this shit, it makes no sense, like... Someone literally, the, the, the hotel is just like, oh, this is for girls. Okay, what is that? Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, whose room is this going to? Like, and also, like, I don't understand. Okay, first of all, why can they just split one big ass weight room and split the times up? I mean, I get because you like wash down. Like, that was another big thing was how long the games were going to take in between. So because typically it takes like 30 minutes and it's like, oh, we're just waiting for the teams to get off. And, oh, because they take it's right to put But now it's like 90 minutes. I saw the course the girls are playing on. They have the fucking lines still on for volleyball. Yeah. I was like, dude, the girls are getting so disrespected. Right I'm now. like, okay, I know my Bowflex and my uh, my workout binge might not be much you in my room. But I was like, yo, at least I got multiple kettlebells. Yeah, I, like, I got some bands. You, were, Curtis, Curtis, you literally have more stuff in your room than they, they had for a college basketball And that's game. all Target. <laughs> that's, oh my god that's all like, you, there's gotta be a super walmart or target out there honestly the ncaa is the biggest piece of shit like of all time oh, it like, it's be. ridiculous how like how is the government allowed this to happen i hope the town like even though the town line things like they're gonna try to challenge that but like they're gonna, try to bring, me up, they're gonna bring it up but like someone has to be the scapegoat for this and they gotta they're gonna, they're gonna fire someone and go, oh it was their fault yeah because that was like Oh no, we ordered the squat bar. It's supposed to split them up. Like, no, bro, y'all signed this up. Like, exactly. Like, y'all just gonna put them in an empty hall and be like, all right, here's your five put, weights. We're gonna put the card up. All right, women on that side. And, and not to be like, keep going with this, but the thing that made it even worse is the weights they gave the women were just like these black weights, whereas like the men were all like multicolored. No, you know, like, Trevor, Trevor Noah said somebody gave the women 
the first weight weights that you bought during quarantine. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. That's like that tower you yeah. bought that first month, and someone just brought it to work. Said like, what type of person works out? I, I honestly think it was literally just what's five to twenty. I was gonna say it wasn't even that much. It's probably like five free Cause weights. Because that, that, that thing's in the in usually the training room in the, at the gym, but like in the yeah. private one, and it's like five to twenty five usually. You could you could buy those. Yeah, this is like. What's like that was the that's why at first I thought it was like a cause I saw a TikTok like oh it's a TikTok video thing it's probably like a joke until you see it again you're like oh this is our workout this is the men's and I was yeah. like yo yeah that was that was all like, you saw was color exactly <laughs> I was like it was bright it was more well Six, lit I'm like first off, damn this is a big ass hotel it was because I was I'm like I know hotels that have banquet halls like that but I'm like yo like the NBA. NBAs so like they really find places that like yo what you how big big it all, all right, like, <laughs> move move everything out move, move everything out move everything out like, it's crazy man how how that stuff works but no shout out to the women's tournament as well uh, if you haven't watched it there have been some great games Troy which was a 15 seed should have upset number two Texas A&M but there was a lot of bad officiating which we can also get into but just no I mean yeah but and that's another thing with the men's is a lot of people are mad that there are so many upsets but. Uh, I digress. Moving on to the pros, the Lakers. Woo! You know we are a West Coast show, so we talk about our favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers. They got shellacked 128-111 to tonight. Of course, no LeBron, no Anthony Davis, Brandon Ingram, former Lakers, season-high 36 points, and Zion, 27 points with nine rebounds. Uh, Lakers, I mean, they just got beat in every quarter. Uh, but the biggest news is when does LeBron James come back? We saw six LeBron. To eight weeks. We saw LeBron with that high ankle sprain. Do we even have six to eight weeks left because of COVID in this shortened season? Honestly, so when he got hurt, obviously it was bad. Like, oh shit! But then when he came out and shot that fucking three pointer, I was just like, you know what? This thing is different because why he do that? Like, tell everyone why he did that. Tell everyone why he did that. Fucking ten points. And I was and the way he like he he because he walked up and he hit that shit. I'm just like. This motherfucker, like, I'm not saying he he's he's definitely probably hurt. Oh, absolutely. But I don't think six to eight weeks. I think he's gonna. I think he's they're gonna obviously treat it as much as possible. Right, first of all, because LeBron James, this motherfucker spent two mil a, a year on his body. Exactly. So you know, right now at ten o'clock at night, he got something going on. He got some baby blood or something. <laughs> he's probably in the hyper. Ice from Pluto see. and shit on it. You yeah. know, he got something on it. He has round the clock <laughs> treatments. Okay. <laughs> Diet, whatever, around the clock. So, especially since it's flying from Italy right now, okay? Yeah. So, I'm not... The problem is, like you said, can we wait three weeks? Which I, I think I think at least three weeks No, be I, safe. I think the biggest question is the whole point of getting Anthony Davis to the Lakers was, to was for LeBron. this exact reason. Mm-hmm. Not have LeBron play so much. Um, have someone else who could score in crunch time mm-hmm. and have someone who could potentially lead them to get another championship. And Anthony Davis last year, he did some of that. He yep. did some of that, and we were really expecting, okay, maybe it was the bubble stopping the season. But then this year he was starting Man. off early. He was coming in like, yo, this was MVP this year possibly. Then he got hurt. Then he got hurt. And it's crazy too because, so this is really mean to say, but if you ever just Google Anthony Davis gets hurt, Boy, that's a long Google list. That's a long yeah, Google search. Can't be on it laughing. Because <laughs> he gets hurt a lot. And, and I think it's, I'm not going to say it's fair to say, but I can see why a lot of people are even saying, what's AD's injury? Is AD's injury mm-hmm. more serious than we even know? I think when LeBron did, you know, we were joking, but LeBron does have a double uh, scoring streak where he has scored in double digits. I, mm-hmm. It's insane. Like, even Jordan hasn't come close yeah. to what he's done. So the fact that he had seven points, got hurt, made a three, and then immediately was taken out of the game, and the next game against Phoenix was in a boot. Mm-hmm. Was it, It's like, okay, something's up. Like, his yeah. ankle, high ankle sprain, at that age, 36, something's I going on. That's why I think the boot might have been precautionary, too. Like, yo, put the boot on it, fuck it. Like, we're not going to play with you right now. No, but my, th- that's fine. That's all fine for me. If you told me someone of LeBron James's caliber, in terms of mileage, he had to do that. I'm all for it. I'm all with you. Anthony Davis? Yeah. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you like, all right, when are you coming back? But I do think since he does have such a long uh, history. They're being uh, with, They're being super cautious. And the also, question is, it, it, it does really that hurt is, them? It is. It's, uh, does well, it, though? Well, actually, okay, I'm sorry. You're right. 
I didn't talk about it earlier. We're saying how does the seating really matter? I think LeBron has LeBron said one of the coldest things of all time about seating. If I'm in your stadium, you don't want to see me. I and mean, that that no, that's no, that's cold. Like that means that's like I don't care if I walk into your fucking stadium or your arena in one place. I could win the game. Yeah, and that's true because I really, I truly think Lakers. If right now, if you tell me LeBron and AD sat out and we made it to the playoffs six seed, mm-hmm. I would have no doubt we win at all. Yeah, still, if we make the playoffs, we have LeBron and we have one to two of them starting at least. I like I like our odds, and I think that's I think that's a big question because not only do we have to think about how are the Lakers going to do down the stretch and are they going to sit people and mm-hmm. you know who's going to really step up. If I'm Utah, and I got a nice cushion on the number one seed, I might start resting. I might start resting. Yeah. If I'm the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard, who we already know has that LeBron type and loves low low management, and we already know the Clippers the, have the Clippers he, have one of the easiest schedules to finish off the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, low management. I'm like, Kawhi, get tacos, bro. Exactly. Chill out. So if you if you really think and you really look, how far do the Lakers fall? Four, five. Is that really that bad if, let's say, your one is Utah, your two is the Clippers, and your three is Denver? Because I think LeBron will look at the Clippers as a home game still because yeah. he'll still be at home, which I think – I don't know if it will work against them or, or be for them. Like, they're always at home playing their games. We'll see. But I think if the Lakers – Lakers probably finish fourth or fifth, they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, but you also, like, at, at the same time that you have – Teams who might rest. Mm-hmm. I think there's some other teams that are definitely going to get momentum. Which, the, exactly. That's the, the scary part. The one team I'm thinking about, you know who I'm thinking about. The Warriors? No. There's oh, Portland. Eh, Dame time. That, Dame. No, CJ's Dame is back. Dame, yeah, CJ looking good. Are though. they going to make a move at the trade deadline? LaMarcus Aldridge, does he go back to Portland? So, I think with LeBron, I, I don't know why. I think for some reason LeBron, he, when he went out, it was some not like, all right, I'm going to see who – Okay, like, what's deadline's what, next week? A few days, right? Uh, yeah, trade deadline's coming up. I personally, I truly think deep down, LeBron's hurt. But I think he sat out early, like, let's see how these fools play. <laughs> Who am I going to trade or not? Because <laughs> what happened? The second LeBron went out, all you start hearing is about Montrose Harris getting called. This is perfect. Like, you, you keep, you start hearing all these rumors. Obviously, they're rumors, so it's one thing. But I truly think LeBron, you know, LeBron, he, he on the side texting Andre Drummond right now, like, yo, Drummond. That's, I mean, you could be our starting center. That's the right. big thing is, like, who do they but get? But I don't see – see, the thing is, okay, Drummond, obviously, top 10 player possibly. If he gets bought out, absolutely. If he gets bought out, which I think he will get bought out. Yeah. I don't think no going to trade for that. It'd be dumb to trade for that. Like, yeah. It just makes no sense because they want too much and there's no one that worth that. And it's like, okay, if we get Andre Drummond, let's say AD's out for extended time still, and you have LeBron in, I think LeBron and Drummond can play together, but how the hell all together – you have LeBron, you'll have Davis, and you'll have Drummond on the floor. Oh, yeah, you definitely figure it out. I know you'll figure it you out. You definitely figure it out. But the problem we'll have is we gotta figure it out late. Right, late. exactly. And it's gotta be quick. But then, but then when Drummond comes in the game, it slows us down. And he can't shoot a fucking free throw. No, but I, I still think Drummond gives you that rebounds. The rebounds. He gives you that blocking. Because another person I thought of who hasn't been signed yet, Demarcus Cousins. Where's he? Free agent. And again, I think your DeMarcus Cousins is low risk, high reward, yes. as we saw with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Drummond is like, okay, there's a big risk, as you said. Like, yeah. do we put him in crunch time late? But do we put Montrez in? With, but with Drummond, you know, for quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, rebounds and blocks, not in foul trouble, it's going to be there. Right. But then towards the end of the game, it's do you like. You put Gasol in. Like, there's so many things. They want to cut that nigga. <laughs> there's, there's so many ways you can go, and I think Frank Vogel and his very capable staff can figure that out. I'm thinking if you're the Lakers, since you don't have that capacity, because you're right, like, it would have been great if the Lakers went after a guy like P.J. Tucker. Okay, you can make threes, you can play defense, mm-hmm. boom, love it. But your asking price is a little too high. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor Reza, is he a little too long in the tooth? LaMarcus already turned us down once. Uh, do we really want him back? Who knows? L.A. and L.A. We'll see. But there's so many of those guys, like Zach Levine. I would love to have Zach Levine on the Lakers. Levine, but but we, we can't trade for him. You can't trade for him. It's just too it, it, it'll require Kuzma and probably THT or something like that. Yeah, and then you're also hearing that the Pacers are hearing offers for people like Malcolm Brogdon. Miles Turner. Miles Turner and DeMontis Sabonis. Sabonis is a bowler. Like, he could yeah. definitely play. But you know his price tag is going to be way too high. And, and we don't have anything. And you, we don't have anything. So it's like, you know and what? we have to pay Dennis Schroeder this season. Just stick with what you got. 
See if you can add some very efficient pieces. Pieces. Let's see if Rob Palinka can do that. Honestly, obviously, how I don't want them to do this, but I can get why. Take the season as an L and then work on next year. Nah, you can't do that. I know. I know you, you can't, can't do that. You can't do that. When LeBron is thirty six, you well, can't that's have the him do that. Like you've already had one injured season with LeBron. You don't want them to. Because this is our third year, second year. With he got third? hurt. Then he oh, won the finals, and then boom. So yeah, it's like nah. Mm-mm. That's why. But the only thing is like. If he isn't, it's obviously LeBron's decision at the end of the day because he can tell him I'm not playing until when I want to play. Oh, but I think but it, also the AD question is like, yo, AD, like, what the fuck's wrong with the Achilles fucking is it tore? Like, like, no, I think I, I think, think that's a t- big question. I don't think it's torn. He has surgery by now. I, I don't. They would tell well, us. No, see, I don't think they would. Like, but no, how about this? He's playing all the games, and I don't think you would have surgery if you had a game next day. Mm, they do at the All Star break. True. Boom. There we go. But before we go, Victor, I want to get your story because you made sure this was on the podcast. Etiquette. Etiquette. Tell me about etiquette. Okay, guys. Etiquette. Like, etiquette is something that we just like, it's one of those things you just you just know because you were tired of the fucking child. Right. Like, hey, when you go into somebody's house, hey everybody, how are you doing? You know what I mean? If their shoes come off, take your fucking shoes off. If how wherever their rules are in the house, you follow it like etiquette. Today I went to the fucking gym. LA Fitness is back open, obviously. And it's a little line to get in, whatever. I don't care. So no, because it's line. It's, it's whatever for capacity bullshit. Even though I, I even though this the thing is, I go the same time every single day at the same time. This is the first day I've had a line. And in meeting in line in the line, somebody was like, somebody probably fucking complained. And I was like, they probably did. Said it's too many people in here. Whatever. So at that gym, there is three, three, three squat racks or deadlift rack. I want to look at it. So they're all taken. So you ask a simple question. You go, hey, how many more sets do you have? That's all you gotta say. That's all you ask them. Headphones on. And as you're walking up, you know the question. You go to the fucking gym. And this right. girl who was there knows the question. She had all this stuff. She's been in for a while. I walk up to her. I'm like, oh, how many sets do you have? This fucking bitch looks me in the face. Okay, let's not let's refrain from that during uh, okay. women's like Women's History Month. Well, first of all, I don't give a fuck what month this fucking bitch you bitch. <laughs> no, no, okay, let's calm um, that down. Let's calm that okay, down. Okay, she wasn't a bitch. This young lady who was getting it in the gym, mm-hmm. doing her thing, I respect it. I asked her a simple question. I was like, oh, yo, how many like first of all, I wasn't hitting on her. I didn't come up to her like, yo, what's up, girl? I'm like <laughs> none of that. Because I don't right. have time for all that. I walked to her like, hey, how many more sets? This woman responds to me, dead ass in the face, goes, I just started. And I'm just, it, no, bro, tell me, I don't know why I got so mad. Because I think the way she looked at me, like, she kind of looked at me like, like I was hitting on her. No, because, like, no, because I walked up to her. She was kind of like, like that, like, dismissive, like, don't talk to me kind of shit. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I, I get why you're you're being defensive at the gym. Because right. it happens to you all the time, I bet. But if I'm asking you a question, like, I'm not even, like, on you. I'm like, I'm a distance away. Like, I'm giving you space. It's like, oh, I just started. And I was just like, and usually they say, I just started. Give me four or five sets. Right. She didn't say none of that. And I'm okay. like, okay, whatever. And then like, I'll go work out. This woman was on that shit for like 45 minutes. I mean, okay. No. 45 minutes is a long time on any on any machine. Right, it is. Especially during a fucking lockout. And then she was just deadlifting the entire time. I went through my entire workout in an hour and she was still there. Okay, so here's my thing. Pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. I don't really see a problem with what you did. No, it's first off because you don't. Go, uh, no, no. If you go to the gym, yeah. that's a risk you have to take when you go to a gym. When someone There's etiquette when you work no, out. No, there definitely is. But unless something's posted, it's the same thing when you go to a gym at five o'clock when you know everyone's getting off work mm-hmm. and the treadmill say, "Hey, from five p.m. to eight p.m., please no runs longer than thirty minutes yeah. because people want to get on there." If there's nothing posted and you go to a gym. And this young lady wants to deadlift for forty-five minutes to sixty minutes to ninety minutes. That's her right. No, it's it's, it's, it's disrespectful. It's, it's the, not. Against, what's the no, rule that says it? There's, there's. Listen, on the terms and conditions, on the after like that, they tell you. You went to terms no, and conditions. I'm dead serious. They fucking that. They didn't even read that bullshit the first day. They're like, yo, these are the rules of the gym. Like, it's like it's one of those things. They don't post it, but they tell you. They make you sign that you know and you agree to it. Okay, so you're saying that. And there's fucking workout etiquette when you work no, out no, or there's, something. There's definitely workout etiquette when someone's on a machine. I totally no, get you. Everything has etiquette. No, I, I'm with you on that. But this is a risk that you're taking. 
Like this when this is pre-pandemic and Maybe post-pandemic you, to me. That's the way she was raised. Is all I'm saying. No, definitely. But that's how you know what people. Oh, would, also, I'll tell you why I was more mad. It wasn't she worked out. You know what she was doing between her fucking sets? Just fucking texting, guess. taking pictures. Oh, all the fucking above. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're. I. You're saying I was good. I was like, like, yo, the nigga cheating on you. Like, let's keep keep moving. <laughs> no, you know why? You don't forget. You're saying by her doing that, that fucks up a whole. There's a line of people waiting. Absolutely. And to get to the gym, it took me 10 minutes to get to the gym outside in the wind. It sounds like you're complaining on something that you easily could have just fixed. What? So, like, my biggest thing is when you talk about etiquette, you know what etiquette is? Mm. Hey, re-rack your weights the right way. Oh, that's... Don't get me started with that. was Never see that happen. Oh, I do. You know what I ever see? What? Hey, don't slam your weights. Okay, mister, I'm going to deadlift 400 pounds and then just drop it, and then my music is now disturbed by you dropping weights. That happens all the times. It's no, 400 pounds. No, like, it's hitting concrete. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't heard someone drop weight in a variable amount because of the COVID. But, but even before that, when I go there, I don't see those big motherfuckers anymore. I, look, I'm all I'm saying is you're absolutely right. If someone's working out on one machine or using equipment for longer than 30 to 40 minutes without mm-hmm. giving you a reason, you can at least go up to them and be like, hey, just to let you know you've been working on this for a while. I'm trying to get a set in. Uh are you going to be close? And you're absolutely right. Like people will usually say, Hey, I just got on it. And usually that's replied with, well, how many sets do you have? That's what I waited for her to say too. I was just like, I'm not going to do it. That's what you could have done. And if you're now saying, well, there's a whole group of people who are now like, uh, being interrupted for their workout because of this one person at this point, pre pandemic, post pandemic, during the pandemic, um, excuse me, Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Gym manager, I typically don't do this. But since I did have to wait to get in here, and since we all had to sign a terms and condition, I just want to let you know that Becky over here uh, has been, you know, using this equipment. I would like to get on it before I leave. Is there any way you can have someone from the gym speak to her? That's what I would have done. Oh, no, I'm not doing that to nobody. But in like, like so then the next time you see her, what are you going to do? Like, oh. put some baby oil on the weights. <laughs> like, oh, whoa. Yeah, no, see? That'd be like, fucked up. I'll tell you I can know how karma's going to work. She's going to want... Me, after me next time, I'm like, when I'm, when I'm done, I'm going to turn around on her. I'm okay. I house. feel like you're absolutely right. There is, and this is a, a great. I think what pissed me off most was the texting. Because I remember, I remember this one time, this one this one person was texting, and this one dude, one one of the bench, he was pissed. Like, he was just like, hey, are you going to fucking text your whole entire life away or what? And I was just like, damn. Like, I feel it though. Like, I, I try to, I don't try to text because I have no service to them anyways, but like, there's nothing more annoying with someone. It's one thing, hey, I get we're going to text. Like, I'll text you, like, oh, oh beers, or something like that. But, like, it wasn't, like, you could tell it was a whole, and then she was talking with someone else the entire time. Like, me and this one dude well, was just sitting there like, what the fuck? I guess the etiquette is how long can you go on your phone in between sets? Because that's what I do back when I used to go to the gym. Uh, probably like a minute. Well, because some people will do, like, timers. Oh. Because like, they, they, do, they do a rest thing between their sets, like a minute. But it's, I used to go on Twitter and be like, all right, I just did 10. I'm going to go on Twitter, browse, browse, browse. Okay, I'm ready again. Boom. Okay, go on Twitter, browse, browse. Because that would take my mind off of it, which would make me like, that's how I work out. I was like, I got to be distracted by something else. Mm-hmm. But this is a risky run when you sign up for a gym. And it's so interesting that we talked about it because, yeah, all these weights that people bought, you don't want to do that. You don't want to wait for someone. You don't want to deal with this disrespectful person. Work out at home. If I could have a squat bar in my room, I would fucking do that. You had a whole year to put one in there. A squat bar? You know <laughs> you had how a big whole, that is? You had a whole year, man. Figure it out. Do you know how much space I need for a squat bar? You could have found one in a year. <laughs> Where I'm, I, Curtis, if I if, okay, Curtis, let's say I paid for it and brought it here. Where the hell would you put it? That's Cassie's decision. Oh, oh all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I, out, I'm not man. doing that, but no. I think this is a great this is a great part of it because I think this is as we're getting rehabilitated back into COVID or what life is going to be like after COVID. These are things you're going to have to think about. We're going to get spoiled where it's like, yeah, I love working out in my room because I got a whole bench to myself. Mm-hmm. I got my Bowflex weights. I got my kettlebells already available for me. Mm-hmm. I got my own TV where I can turn up as loud or as low as I want. I got my AC, I got my natural air with the windows. I got all this stuff that I've become accustomed to. But the moment I go back Curtis, to it, that a, was one of the most American you've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that was one of the most fucking American, greedy, egotistical. Like, I got this in my room, I got AC, I got TV. It's like, hey, 
But these are all things I have. But now that I'm like, you know what? If I don't, if I can't, if I need motivation to get up and go to said gym, I'm going to have to deal with other people who have a different workout routine that I've become accustomed to. Mm -hmm. You know what I've become accustomed to? Yoga mat and my dog Franklin looking at me like I'm crazy as I try to plank for a minute. But that's what I become accustomed to. Now, once I go back to the gym, I might not do that because one, there might not be enough yoga mats. There might not be enough space. Oh, they don't have yoga mats right now. They took them all the way. See, it's just as we get more and more adjusted to life after COVID, these are some of the things that you're going to have. Which is very weird that they don't let us have the yoga, even though I have to buy one soon. They don't have the yoga mats, but you can touch all the machines like... What the hell's the difference? I'm just really mad that you're mad at this. Edit. Like again, I'm I'm with you, no, but you, you could have done ten different steps to resolve this. No, yeah, I did. I went and worked out other stuff instead, but like it was just like like bitch, like you're okay. being inconvenient. Wait, no, that's being listen rude. It could be a rude. woman or a dude. They still a bitch for doing it. It's and being rude. Home. It's being rude, but you also could have you could have easily said, you know what? No, I so there's like you know how we do certain things. Like in basketball, for example, we'll say there's like unwritten rules. Like you don't do this stuff. Like right. you know, people are gonna break some of in them. In society, there's unwritten rules. Clearly, she wasn't raised right. As simple as that. <laughs> like that's what it was. That's what it comes down to. Like she wasn't raised right. I mean, I mean again, and you never, you never know like what no, she, she went through in the, like, pan- <laughs> the <laughs> pandemic. You never know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you complain a lot for someone that could easily just been like, yo. You've been working on How this, this for curious, a minute. Curious, let's post it now for you. I do that, right? Right. Let's say I go, hey, like, excuse me, like, you've been here for a while. She turned around and goes, shut the fuck up and get my face. Oh, if you had done that, I'd just been like, again, I would have talked to someone and been like, yo, she ain't wearing a mask. She ain't wearing gloves. <laughs> no, she was wearing a mask. Yeah, like, I saw her go to the bathroom and not wash her hands. Like, nah, she need to go. <laughs> so I'll be just petty as well. Oh, hey, oh, absolutely. Like, I'll be Petty Murphy. Like, no, no one's Petty LaBelle. Like how, you know what? You're gooey, right? I couldn't say something, but, like, I knew it. So I don't like to approach people because I don't want to deal with a possibility of them fucking just, like, spazzing the fuck out of me. And I, re- I return fire. Like, for example, how... This bitch and um Matt. No, this bitch is a bitch. Okay, okay. she's really a bitch. Yeah, we're bitch, just trying, just trying to, you know, just say that word as much as we can. This podcast, like, hey, that's what we do. Like, so <laughs> not bitch, we. So, Don't put so, me in that. So this bitch and uh, Matt went to like a bagel shop or whatever it was, and Manhattan, so, New York. Yeah, Manhattan. Thank you, Curtis. I because you could have been Manhattan Beach. You protest a lot, so just out here in the West Coast. So good, just clarify, Manhattan, New York. It, it, it happened there too. That's all. Hey, I that's, that's the funniest part. So <laughs> she basically went to like a bagel place. She had two kids. She wasn't wearing a mask in New York. And I think New York to wear, to wear a mask. Or even that personal That shop business said, said mandate, yes. And they had security. People in line are, are waiting for her. And the black cashier wouldn't serve her because he's like, oh, no, you need to wear a mask. And she's just like back and forth with them. She called him, and I quote, a bitch-ass nigger. Mm. And one of, I was, we were in the group chat, we were talking about this. I was like, my worst fear is being that black cashier, for example, because if somebody called me that, Lord knows what I'm going to return back with fire. If it's a dude, I'll probably sock him in the face. Right. Not going to lie. If it's a woman, I might just say some foul, wild stuff. Like, <laughs> what would you have said? You cunt-ass twat or okay, something. Okay, see, that <laughs> went too far. Went too far. She called Went me a too far. Nigger, I'm probably no, going. no, I'd have been like, that's why your kid's ugly. Or just something like, oh, kicker, kicker about this. Her kids are mixed. And then, so because the internet's undefeated, and this is why I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to do it, because when she called him that, it, it was being recorded. And obviously, as everything is now. Everything is. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't respond back with anything crazy. And people were, people, no lie, were upset at him not responding to that. And it's like it's but so he didn't respond. So obviously Sean King got a handle of it. He posted, let's say within an hour, he found the girl's Instagram or someone sent to her. First picture they they posted, she's wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah. So and she took it down, obviously already. And her her comments flooded. Her life about to get ruined, death threats, all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> that's what you get. But That's what you get. For calling somebody a bitch ass nigger? Yeah. I mean, if it were me, I'd have been like, All right, ma'am. Get off the premise because I'm. No, no, security was there. Like they had, it was get, like, off, get off the premises. They weren't. It's like you can't touch these people. Like, you you definitely get off the premises. You are security. Like this is what you signed up for. Like get well, them off the premises. Security like, really can't move people. That's why it's funny. Security. What do you mean they can't move people? So fun fact: if I go in there drunk and I start like wilding out and I'm a so, threat, no, 
you're wilding out. But she wasn't. She she was just yelling shit out. You can't necessarily push somebody away from. You now hey. have insulted me verbally. Okay. You've assaulted me verbally. Yes. You have now been asked to leave the store. Yes. If you don't leave the store, I can have you forcibly removed. By the police, not by security. You mean not by security. Security can't touch you. you. Where where did you read that? You don't know this? Security can't remove security you? Security really can't do shit to you. Because they can get you. You go to any bar, any restaurant, you tell me security no. can't remove you. If you're for, for saying something wild like that, they could... They can help you. They listen. I guarantee you right now, Curtis. If security, they have a fine line of what they can do, and what they can't do. No, I, I totally understand and that. But that's one thing they they really. If you push the envelope, you can really get them in trouble. If you really push the envelope. With no, them. I've never heard that. One hundred percent. I've never know, heard that. Using the example of you being drunk and belligerent, that's different. No, that's not. If, if someone if someone woman, walks into a restaurant screaming racial epithets, mm-hmm. they can be forcibly removed. No, they cannot. Under what Listen, law, Curtis? Like, I don't think you understand like how you can't just like be moving people out of the way. Like, you that. haven't given me one single law to prove it. I think that would be assault on them. Like on you being if you if you're that's security, not assault no, battery because you can't listen you can't like I can't just go like, I'm security first off what does security even fucking mean security had you <laughs> what you fucking bought a guard card no that's see, you're, move, you're moving everything around I'm just saying listen. if someone walk into my restaurant yes. where I have a sign that says you have to call the cops no I don't have to do that. it's my restaurant no, no okay Curtis let me right now just because you own something. Doesn't mean you could just fucking kick somebody's ass outside the, outside the thing. Not kick their ass if well, they like, are a threat to my business and to yeah. other consumers. Yes. So what happens to me? No, you no, can, no, no, no. Like, let's say security forcibly removes this woman and her children. Mm-hmm. What happens? The woman comes back with a lawsuit. Yeah. And what happened to the woman that tackled the guy in, in New York? Oh, who she's, thought, she's in court right now. That, oh, the girl Mia or something like that? that? Come on, like, if, uh, so can I kick her out then if I'm security? If she attacks another patron? That was, she was a physical threat, though. It's a <laughs> so, so until but someone. she didn't say, she was, she said some wild shit, but she wasn't a physical threat to him. They'll, in the court, technically speaking, they'll say, hey, words don't hurt you, all that bullshit. No, no, no. I can still show that video of her assaulting verbally one of my customers, mm-hmm. and I removed her from the premises. But you, like, you out there, because you can't just, like, fucking, like, you can't just take this girl and throw out the fucking No, I'm not her. yanking her. I'm not, like, yeet. I'm not no, fucking, can, I'm like, no, her. definitely try to, like, you get can, her out. If I'm a security guard and it's a woman, I can't get, just do this. Just put my arms out and be like, ma'am, no, you have to leave You now. definitely can do that. Ma'am, you, you have, have to it's, leave It's now. a fine line of what you can really do with. Cause then, like, but say, it's not illegal. Let's, let's say, for example, <laughs> no, Curtis, how many times have you... No, listen, security guards don't do shit because they can't. I, I have talked to them before. Like, oh, the robbery place, like, we're not really allowed to touch people or to tackle people unless, like, obviously, if some wild shit happens... Deal with it later, but most of the time, like they they kind of just like they can't let them let them go and get them out. So security could have easily removed her from the situation. She had two kids with her too. (laughs) Victor, again, even more reason to get her out. Curtis, you think security guards can get away with pushing out? You're you're talking. You're you're still talking physical. You're still talking her him putting her his hands on her. Yeah, I'm saying he could have gone up to her and said, "Ma'am, I think it's best for everyone in this situation." Oh, that's what they were doing. And, what she's, and she left? No, she didn't want to move. She couldn't. She just was like, I'm not leaving. And then everybody's like, you can't. That's, that's bad. No, but that's when you had to call the police in. No, that's, that, takes no. Too, that takes too much. No, that, that takes too much. From, that takes too much. No, that takes too much. What do you, what do you mean? Like, because what happens to that woman now? Too, huh? What well, happened to her now? Well, she's being dragged online. I don't know what happened to her now. Okay, she's being dragged online. Right? Happened, this happened this morning, so I'm like. <laughs> but in terms of a legal situation, what's going to happen? For her? Mm-mm. We got it on tape. No. No, because. Calling somebody a bitch ass nigga not illegal. It's it's literally a hate crime. How? But you, see, you, you, it's it's fighting words. If someone called you a, a that that yes. word and then you punch them in the face, you can argue in the court but, of law. That's no, but no one, language. but no one was physically assaulted. She just said it. She could have been physically assaulted. No, but but, but, <laughs> but we're not dealing with coulda woulda. We're doing what what actually happened. Like I'm saying, in that situation, if she didn't move, all they could do is say, hey. You have to leave. Security, like, no. Like, security's kind of like, I really can't be doing this right now. Because security guards, most of them are just like, some fool gets hired offline, and they wear a fucking shirt of security on it. Oh, no. I've you have seen... to go through, like, a train. If they have, like, a guard card or, or some, like, certain security guards, they can look at you. They have, like, these permits stuff like that for it. But these regular-ass people wear these fucking coats and shit of security on it, they did some fucking middle-aged motherfucker that got hired. <laughs> but if she doesn't move... They can they can be like okay listen because the cops are gonna say hey you kind of can't do this shit because like unless it's like you have to draw like it's a certain line but what she was doing by not moving 
which is a fucking bitch ass move to do, but it's like, <laughs> no, but the problem is, like you said, now if Shakiri might assault her, but somebody in the fucking line might, and then there's a whole different issue. That's, but if Shakiri says get out, and she's like, no, all right, we're gonna call the cops. That's why you always hear that we're gonna call the cops because Shakiri can't do anything. That is something. Um, well, a lot of stuff in the show tonight. Uh, learning stuff new every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor, where can people follow the show in yourself? The at the E Rose Podcast. That's T H E E R O S P O D C A S T. That's on Twitter and Instagram. You can or you can find me at V I C underscore G W four O's and three D's. That's on Twitter and Instagram as well. Oh, that's dope. Well. You can find me new Instagram name Victor. What for real? New Instagram name. You Please can find me on <laughs> find me on Instagram or on Twitter at Twitter. It's at Curtis Sheehan. That's all one word, all lowercase. You change your Instagram to and on Instagram, it's I've been ta- I've been using this name since high school, and I don't know why I just haven't just had my Instagram be it. What is it? Chilling with Curtis. Why is it not that? I don't know. You really changed it? Yeah, chilling. C H I L L I N because I'm cool with Curtis all lowercase on Instagram. Oh my god, it really is. They <laughs> hey, Curtis. Hey, you know what? We about to celebrate this birthday in a couple oh, days. We also, they have the trial. the The jury's been selected for George uh, Derek Chauvin's case now. In Minneapolis. Opening statements on Monday. We will definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, you guys make sure to like, subscribe, and download the podcast. Uh, and always, Victor, what should they do? Uh, wear a fucking mask, please. And don't go to Florida. 